and we are now on air. Hello, everybody. My name is Kirby Kwan Jr. from The Six, and today we are here for hopefully the first installment of the Ghetto Fabulous podcast. Um, joining me today is somebody that I've known for just about around about two years, I believe, and he's an up-and-coming cosplayer from Toronto, and he's also a really smart person because currently he is in Japan conducting some kind of research assignment, and it's not porn-related. Everybody, please <laughs> welcome Shane. <laughs> uh hey how's, how's it going <laughs> i'm doing all good i'm doing okay um so you know before we get into you know your your, your suspicious research um let's talk about <laughs> uh you know um you know some some topics that we're going to be co- covering in this uh particular episode would be um sort of early introduction to um sort of geek culture and nerd culture and how it's sort of been shaped to becoming sort of mainstream these days with, you know, for example, the, the huge box office records uh, from Endgame and stuff like that. And also, um, well, our thoughts on the movie as well. But before we talk about that, let's talk about you, the guest. Um, mm-hmm. So, so, so you know, what, what, what is your research that you are doing <laughs> in, in the land of the, the, the weebs? Oh, man. Okay, so my research is mostly focused on uh, children's literature. I'll be okay. looking into uh, an early children's magazine that was published uh, in Japan called Akai Tori. Um, what they did was that they took a lot of uh, European or like Western fairy tales, and they didn't really give contributions or um, any citations to the people who actually wrote the stories or did the illustrations to themselves. And they kind of remade the entire stories uh, for the Japanese audience. So I wanted to look at the differences between the two. Uh, uh, just to see, um, you know, what they did to make it seem more Japanese. What characters did they remove? What illustrations did they like uh, remake for themselves? And yeah, dope. So you're basically there to study manga. Okay, cool. Got it. Actually, yeah, that's that's actually fucking tight. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, uh, let's get to talking about more more about you. So so, what was your sort of uh, I guess introduction or, or or gateway, not drug, but you know, gateway experience that got you into um, sort of like the popular or these days it's popular, but like the geek culture, the nerd culture, you know, anime, comic book stuff, stuff like that, superheroes. Yeah, like yeah, ah, uh, yeah. So for me, I actually grew up in the Caribbean. Um, yeah, and man. yeah, and as being from the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> as being from the Caribbean, right, as well as being Chinese, right, there's really not much to go on there. Um, there's nothing for me to relate to as easily, right? So what I did relate to the most was uh, anime, right, that I saw on this really, really old program called Toonami. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, and even before Toonami, right, like I used to watch like anime like Samurai X, uh and Dragon Ball Z in Spanish, and Gundam Wing in <laughs> Spanish. Um, and to be honest, like, from there, I was Hola, just like, man... Mi amo Goku. ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> you should hear them going Kamehameha, like, with the Spanish accents. <laughs> More like Kamehamehambre, but okay. <laughs> yep, there you go. Um, and from there, it was just like, I just gravitated more towards that stuff compared to the caribbean like culture that was around me and i didn't really like it didn't really sit tight with me like the soca culture and all that stuff so outside of that superheroes i was always a fan of spider-man i used to watch the i don't know if anyone even remembers this like the very first x-men like uh cartoon uh very first are you talking about the one from 92 I think so, yeah. Is it the uh, one where the intro is like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah that's, the, that's the one from 92. Uh, that was the yeah. Fox Box one. 
Yeah, that was good. Um, that was like the OG. That was like the OG MCU back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Outside of that, all right, there was like a, a lot of weird animated like Spider-Man shows for me, and I'm not even talking about like the old '90s version where you see the dude like sitting behind the desk and everything. I'm talking like that's not '90s, one... dude. That's that's straight up from the '60s. What you talking about? Jesus Christ! All right, I'm talking <laughs> about um, the one that was all cell shading, all right, like really neon, all right, really like. Oh my god. Um, and that one was awesome. Really, really, really terrible animation, right? But I still loved it as a kid. Uh, did it look like CG? Is that what you're talking about? Kind of, yeah. Like, it looked, it just looked like wonky animations. But to mm. be honest, like, I was always into, like, this sort of, like, stuff, because the very first thing that I remember uh, falling in love with was Transformers Beast Wars. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I'm assuming Reboot as well, then, because that was around the same era. To be honest, no, I never got into reboot. Okay, me neither, so it's okay. But but back to that CG Spider-Man show that you were talking about. Um, I'm very familiar with that because I actually like watched the whole show not too long ago. That one is actually called. Um, it's commonly referred to as the MTV Spider-Man because it was produced by MTV. But it's actually called um, Spider-Man: The New Animated Series. It ran for just about, if I if I remember, 13 episodes, just one season. Um, mm-hmm. And the reason why it looked as weird as it did was because, um it tried to look despite the fact that it's cg and it clearly has a lot of dimension into it they tried to make it look like a comic book so that's why it was halfway cell shading and everything so it it tried to do something that was very ahead of the time at the time um and the the, if anything the thing that attempt the the technology that they did actually did lead to a lot of cg technology now in big budget films like for example frozen where they nailed the manipulation of the lips eyes and eyebrows so even if the head itself doesn't move that's actually mm-hmm. what gives a lot of um emotions and shit okay okay uh to me it was just like brightly colored and like everything a little kid would want um and Oh boy. It had Spider Man. That's all that mattered to me. Right. Yeah. So for, for, for me, um, the, the way that I sort of got involved in, um, I guess, like the, the whole entire, like, nerding geek culture was, um, uh, I think I was about four. And the very, because I grew up as a very Asian kid. I was born in Canada, but about a month after I was born, maybe two, I don't know. I was brought back to Asia because my parents were like, Hey, let's take a look at our baby. Y'all. We made a baby. Y'all and started flaunting me and shit all over Asia. As if I was some kind of fucking foreign treasure or some shit. Like like, like my, my parents were fucking pirates and some shit. So then when I came back to Toronto, um, I actually didn't really speak a lot of English at all. And I wasn't aware of like comic books and superheroes and stuff like that. But, one day, uh, my cousins were watching Batman the Animated Series, and I did oh. a little research. I forgot the name of the episode, but it's an episode uh, in season three. I think it was called Holiday Nights, actually. Yeah, so the episode was Holiday Nights, and I remember that so vividly, um, even though that was one of the more mediocre episodes, I think. <laughs> but um, but that's how I got introduced into that shit. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> and then um, I started to, to, to watch anything Batman, even like the Super Friends and shit or the Funimation oh series from like the 80s where the intro would give you up to would give you like epileptic episodes and shit. But like oh I started God. researching all of that. And then when I got into eventually Super Friends, that's when I got was introduced to like the Justice League, which is great because shortly after that, 
Um, the Justice League cartoon started airing and stuff like that as well. You're talking as far as about the Justice League Unlimited? Yeah, Justice League and then Justice League Unlimited. And then for the Marvel side for me, um, it was also Spider-Man from the 90s. Um, it was just, I don't know why, I was really interested into spiders as a kid. Uh, not so much anymore. I don't know what the fuck happened to me, but somewhere yeah. down the road, I became <laughs> retinophobic. I don't know how, but I did. Uh-huh. Uh, and that's how I got interested into you know the Marvel side of things. Uh, and okay. my mom actually, I remember this, my mom actually got me uh, a VHS, like motherfuckers know what the fuck VHSs <laughs> are anymore. But she got me a, a VHS cassette of um, of an episode, or two episodes, uh, of the 60s show. One of them was the pilot, and then the other one was one about Electro. And I thought that was the most badass shit ever <laughs> as a kid. Oh, man. You know what I thought was the coolest shit as well? Like, did you ever watch Static Shock? Static Shock? Yeah. yeah. That was the sickest shit ever. But when I look back on some of the episodes, right, and just hearing how they explain shit, I just, like, laugh to my fucking self because there was, like, this one episode, right, where some guy, like, some snake boss or whatever, right, was like, oh, you guys gotta throw knockout gas at him, right? They threw knockout gas at him, um, you know, and he's just like, ah, it doesn't affect me. And then Static's like, let me, like, hypercharge this this knockout gas. <laughs> I mean, they had, then, to, they had to use his power somehow, right? In my head, I'm just like, you what? What the fuck did you do to the gas? That doesn't make sense, bro. Yeah, so. But, but I mean, like, it is what it is. Like, they, they had to, you know, they had to compensate somewhere to, to make things somewhat make sense, I suppose. Um, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, as a kid, because this is, this is really interesting, you know, born... In the Caribbean, right? And you grew up yeah. there as an Asian dude, as a very visually noticeable minority. Yeah. You know, what was it like growing growing up there as a kid? And when did you move out there, move, move out of there to, to Canada? Uh, I mean, if I were to be honest, like uh, living there was tough. Um, Chinese people are the minority in Trinidad, um, and people love their racist jokes going throughout the city. Yeah, um, fucking chink. Yeah, kind of. Um, <laughs> except you wouldn't hear chink they have their own like slurs in trinidad um, i mean shit like i had a teacher from trinidad um in middle school or sorry not middle school in high school my chem teacher and he literally kept on calling me chinaman the whole entire semester he just kept on calling me chinaman this chinaman that it's like chinaman on the light all right i'll turn oh, on boy. the light for you then oh boy for me it was a uh, chinese um and that's like some Trinidadian, like, uh. Sounds like a K pop group. Sounds like the K pop group, bro. It sounds like shiny. Kind of, right? Mm. Um. Yeah, and like, growing up there was just tough in general. I didn't have a lot of friends. Uh, the ones that I did have, all right, like, you know, I knew that they were really tight. Um, because others, like, you know, they would try to be your friends, all right, just so that they could try and learn some Chinese, which is some of the stupidest bullshit i've ever heard in my life well i mean um, if they were genuinely interested into the culture that's actually kind of cool but uh, let me let me guess they just wanted to learn how to say the word like fuck in chinese exactly yes they wanted to know how to say fuck your mother um bitch all that stuff they just want to learn how to swear uh-huh. um that was a majority of the people that i actually encountered when i was growing up there outside of that um uh, my parents ran a restaurant so now i really have to go deal with the people because obviously <laughs> as an asian kid right and your parents got a restaurant you gotta sit your ass down and work <laughs> okay yep no weekends for you you're here to work at the restaurant and you're not even gonna get paid that much um 
Oh boy. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I would assume that, like, when they said you're going to get paid with the gift of life, you get to fucking live, boys. <laughs> kind of. That was actually, like, the first Cause, few. Because like... I'm pretty sure most Asian parents, you know, you've, or most Asians, you probably heard this at one point if your parents weren't born in, you know, the, 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 the immigrated country. You probably hear them say, We made you. Yeah. But we yeah, can yeah, also yeah. make you disappear. Yes, we made you, but we can unmake you. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, working for like your Asian family, like you know, re- no, there's no money. No, you don't get paid or anything like that. Um, you get paid with permission to live. Kind of right. Um, there's not very many benefits. <laughs> if I was honest. <laughs> Um, yeah, I got to see my parents every day, which is a nightmare as a kid. Um, yeah, like, I don't really know if that's a benefit or not. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm just gonna stop there. There's really no benefits. And I had to deal <laughs> with all the ra- and I had to deal with all the racist assholes that walked into our restaurant. Um, not only racist assholes, but, you know, like, regular customer service bullshit. Like, you know, just retail garbage. How, um, and how old were you while, while you were, like, working? I was, like, 12. <laughs> I was, like, 12 going on, like, you know, and I stayed in my parents' restaurant until I was, like, 16. Well, shit. So, so when, yeah. did you, when did you come to Canada? I came into Canada when I was around 18 years old. Um, that was when I finally finished. Yeah, so it's, it's a weird process, actually, to get from, like, a Trinidadian student to being a Canadian student, which is Canadian schools, right, will either give you a scholarship, right, if your grades are that good. Mine weren't. Um... <laughs> Okay. Otherwise, right, you would have to go to a international school of some sort, right? And right. through that international school, right, like it has to be Canadian. And from the Canadian one, then you're almost given like a quick access into the Canadian school system itself, right? And then right. that's basically it. Um, outside of that, like that's basically what I had to go through or right? like that you know make sure you don't fuck up in that whole semester that you're there in the Canadian International School and where I went to was like the most Canadian sounding shit ever it was literally called Maple Leaf International School bro that shit sounds like someone made that up for a joke yeah oh man it kind of almost felt like a joke sometimes cause, Maple uh, Leaf International okay yeah this is something that's not really quite said as often as it should in in Trinidad, but uh, did y'all like manufacture uh, uh, maple syrup while y'all were there? No, no. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. It sounds like no. <laughs> it sounds like a freaking maple syrup company. Like, uh, welcome like to Maple those... Syrup Inter- Ma- Maples. Welcome to Maple Leaf International, where we make the finest, the smoothest, the runniest <laughs> maple syrup. I mean, made by a sick. Chinese Asian kid who immigrated from. Trinidad. Uh, I mean, would, would, that would still be in Trinidad. So is that really immigration? Never mind. Yeah. So yeah, um, it's just something that like not a lot of people say, right, in Trinidad. But there's a party culture, a really, really big party culture there. And a lot of the kids I knew fucking loved party culture. Are you talking about like soca fets where like you start throwing paint everywhere and shooting everybody with water guns? Yeah, kind of. Yeah, they... yeah we're from Toronto, so you know we're used to that shit too. <laughs> No, they love carnival. They were going fucking insane over and everything like that. You know, which is like fair. You know, that's like the main party for the entire year in Trinidad next to Christmas. Right. Um, 
But the thing is, like, these kids were crazy, man. These kids would, like, go out drinking on, like, Tuesday nights and stuff. There were times when I was, like, just hanging out, right, in my class or whatever, right? And they'd be like, yo, Shane, you want to go get a beer? I was just like, uh. <laughs> and how old were you at this time? Y'all were, like, 16, you said? 17, 18. Okay, that's, I mean, that's still not fine, but, you know, you, you know no, what I mean. No, <laughs> it's not. Yeah, I know what you mean. And what was Oh my god, they literally had, they made up their own holiday for themselves in the school. They made up a holiday for themselves called Ditch Day, where, yeah, as the name goes, (laughs) exactly, as the name goes, right, they literally just leave. Wow, okay. Yeah. Oh man, and that was well, my belief. Was that was that like an optional last day of school, or did they just decide to say like, "I am going to leave the school"? It's not even like at the last day of school. It's in just the middle random... of the semester. What the fuck? Okay, sure. Yeah, they take one whole day in the middle of the semester to basically leave, go to the clubs, hit the like bars, hit the beaches, all that stuff. Um, and the school has nothing they could do about it. It seems right because all the per- all the teachers had to like pull back their classes on that day so like they were almost so they were aware of it basically and they just decided like everyone was aware of it but they were so just, just like, like so, so they were just like all my kids in the classroom me not care just like that kind of yeah because then they were like whoever's here all right you guys get like extra marks or something like that whoever isn't right like whatever well shit okay i'm not, yeah. well did you ever like Fuck take your no, ditch day uh, no, I don't do shit like that. Like, well, I mean, like, if 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 the if the teacher doesn't like prepare anything for class anyway, right? I'm guessing why don't you just like spend that leave. time with your <laughs> parents? Yeah, leave, fuck off, and just you know maybe maybe not drink if you're not into that, but at least do something productive, right? Like, fair. I mean, for me, like all I really did was just hang out with like friends, talk to them, you know, chatted like during the whole ditch day thing. Um, it was just a time for shit talk. <laughs> Your mama so fat, like <laughs> shit, like <laughs> more like. Uh, um, actually, we were talking about stuff like this. <laughs> oh, dub. Okay, so y'all were having podcasts. Yeah, you see what I mean? Like yeah, y'all could have been having so. podcasts when, when during ditch days. Like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the ditch day podcast. For today's topic, we're going to talk about kids who actually stayed in school. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> see, if you stay in school, you're not going to be a bum on the streets begging for money. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the Burger King on Yonge Street, because God knows there's like five of them there all the time. <laughs> Funny enough, like Burger King was like the only Western, like what is it, uh, fast, fast food, food brand fr- next, franchise? yeah, next to KFC that actually prospered in Trinidad. So there's no McDonald's there. There is only now a McDonald's. Before they tried, right, but it failed miserably. How about no, Jolly Bee? Jolly, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we only recently got Jolly Bee, like not too too long ago in Toronto, so, and exactly. I still haven't tried it to be honest. There you go. Uh, Want to go someday? That... <laughs> sure. After you come back from the land of the weebs, of course. I just love how you're asking me out for lunch, like over this podcast. Yo, fuck it, bro. Like, fuck it. I'm always yeah, yeah, hungry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. I no want to eat some like I want to eat some shit now. <laughs> I have a box of cook- like maple leaf cookies right in front of me. So. Was it from uh, Maple Leaf International? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so 
that's pretty much it like in terms of how i got from trinidad to canada um how was the, the weather national school and then got accepted into ryerson uh, i applied to a bunch of schools you know u of t ryerson york why <laughs> you know it's <laughs> you know it's the funniest thing about york they're the first one to accept you huh no, no, no. They were the only ones who actually sent an ambassador to Trinidad to tell us about how great York is. Ryerson didn't do it. U of T didn't do it. No one. I think the proper terms that you were looking for was they actually sent someone Hello? there to beg for you to come. Yeah, what's up? They were the only ones. And I was psyched, man. I was like, holy shit, I'm going to get into like graphic design or something like I that. I know how right? to hold a fork. Um, kind of <laughs> oh man and the thing is like i looked at where york was exactly all right and my sister told me no don't go to york <laughs> why um, it's not that close to the hood no it's not that it's like a it's too far or right? b it doesn't really have the programs that you're looking for um and instead all right like she said like go to ryerson instead it's downtown uh you'll make um you'll basically basically be able to experience more of toronto that way that is and, true and um it has like a better set of programs that you definitely be interested in and here i am now and if you want to go shopping there's eaton center right there literally right there so yeah okay um so that's dope uh let's talk about sort of let's 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 bring it back to sort of like the comic books the, the superhero and stuff um you mentioned that back in trinidad aka your youth you didn't really have that many sort of um uh i guess references or or i guess sources of of this sort of content out there right not not, yep. not it's not that popular in trinidad i'm guessing it is now before i can't really quite say because uh, okay. in all honesty like you there was no comic book stores there was no one selling anime or anything like that i mean there's the uh, you know like the shady like chinese dude on the street selling his dvds um oh shit but... i forgot about those guys man <laughs> i miss those guys yeah. i think they have all the movies like as soon as they come out man exactly yeah so how did you get um, batman begins the trailers are still like showing on tv <laughs> The funny thing is, like, there was a lot of still, there was still a lot of, like, DVD stores in Trinidad, right, when I was growing up. And they sold anime, um, which was weird, because... Was it, like, was it, like, Cantonese dubbed or some shit? Sometimes, yes. Bruh, I fucking hate the Canto <laughs> dubs. No matter what it is, whether it's a film... Okay, no, films, they usually do a better job, but if it's gonna be, like, a television drama... Like, if you ever wanted to watch a Korean drama in Cantonese dub for some reason, don't, because it's always the same four fuck faces with the same four fucking voices. And same thing with cartoons. They all sound so fucking fake and overacted and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't help but agree. Um, Especially when they cry. They all make the same noise. Uh, 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 <laughs> Uh, growing up as a kid, right? Like, yeah, yeah, no worries. Like, there wasn't any comics. There wasn't any like stores that specifically sold that stuff or really dealt with it, right? Like, Trinidad was still very much just the Caribbean culture. Um, Only when I was like maybe twelve or thirteen or so did I start to see more of those comics. And even then, like, they were like torn the fuck up. Some kids had no clue what the hell this shit was, I guess, and they would like tear pages out of like big like omnibus collections of comics right to add to i don't fucking know like use as toilet paper hang up in their room like i don't know um and and this was like new stuff that they were getting or like old stuff that was shipped over that no one wanted anymore 
probably old stuff. Like, it was stories like, um, what was it? Actually, no, it was actually, I would say, like, it was actually pretty okay, like, like modernist, like, modern okay. sort of stuff. So, um, I'm assuming back then, so there was, like, a, probably a lot of, like, Ultimate Comics, I'm guessing? There was a lot of Ultimate Comics. There was okay. um, Avengers Comics as well. A lot of Spider-Man, uh, which I really enjoyed. But, right. like I said, right, like, almost every one of the books was damaged in, like, some crazy way. Like, some jackass tore off the title page. Someone tore out, like the centerpiece right or like you know they like pulled the out like the exactly yeah um and you could tell like it wasn't with scissors or anything like that like this motherfucker tore the page little shit yeah that's, exactly that's so disrespectful it is and the thing is like they would either do that or they would draw onto the comics which to me is like okay that's the dumbest thing you could do tear out the page is like one thing but drawing on the fucking comics is like get the fuck out of here man <laughs> go yeah uh so yeah that was pretty much what i got to experience in terms of like comic books and stuff yeah did, did you uh did you just get like bullied for liking that shit back back in the day kind of but to be honest Same. i got bullied yeah. for a lot of things well of course you were like minorities amongst minorities like you were just lucky you weren't fat on top of that too because <laughs> because <laughs> they would have got was... my treatment yeah okay i mean like i was skinny as shit as a kid so did you speak english I did speak English. That's no, another thing, because if you me. didn't speak, if you didn't speak English and you were fed, you really would have gotten my treatment. Shit. Oh boy. No. Thank God me, I could like, dance back in the day. <laughs> I mean, like <laughs> some comments that I actually got from like jackasses uh, in the intern that was like, "Damn boy, you just speak faster than me." It's like, what it means, right? Is basically like I can speak English much better yeah. than they can. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Well, I guess mo- most most people aren't either from Trinidad or, or have, like, a lot of Caribbean neighbors, so they probably wouldn't have understood that. No, no, no. So. <laughs> yeah, so, because um, for me, right, like, that's something that I find, like, very interesting is when I was a kid, I used to be bullied for all these things, and then now everyone is, like, loving this shit because it's 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 trending now. It's the hype shit now. And I'm like, motherfucker, no, like, what? You were in there exactly on the first day of Spider-Man? Oh, like, the that's what original mean, one? Yeah, cause like, cause cause that was actually the first movie I ever seen, like in a theater. I went to the Colossus at Highway Seven in Vaughn, and mm-hmm. um, I believe I was, well, I mean, whenever it came out, right? Yeah. And then my uncle took me there with my three other cousins, which are all older than me, and I was like, in, I was so amazed. I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> nice, <Right>? nice. <laughs> um, and, and like. You know, back in the day, it was like, oh, we just watched, like, the new Harry Potter. What did you watch? Like, oh, yeah, I, I just watched, like, the Spider-Man film. What? What? Spider-Man? No, that's not real liter- literature. That's, that's, you know, that's a comic book film. No, no one cares about comic book films. I, I don't know why all snobs are defaults to have that accent, but you get British. the point. And then now, these motherfuckers are selling out Endgame, and it took me fucking three weeks just to finally watch it. Mind you, I'm actually someone who's in film. And who actually <laughs> genuinely likes comic book properties? Uh, and they're I like, mean, oh, and then they're like, "Oh, Kirby, have you seen it yet?" I'm like, "No." It's like, "What the fuck? I thought you loved this shit." I'm like, I can't fucking see it because all you hype beasts and shit are ordering all the tickets before I could because I'm fucking poor. Yeah. So funny thing about that as well was like, I also my very first movie was like the first Spider-Man movie. Tommy, um, McGu- Tommy, Tommy, Tommy McGuire. What the fuck? Yeah. Toby yeah, Tobey Maguire, like Sam Raimi, uh, uh, Willem Dafoe, 
I only recently yeah. re- found out that his name is not William Defoe. It's just Willem, but Willem Defoe and uh, Kirsten Dunst, James Franco, that first one, right? Yep, 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 yep. Yeah. That was like the first movie I've ever watched as a kid, too. And like, I was fucking blown, man. Like, it was okay. just like, this is amazing. <laughs> that, that wasn't the first movie I watched. That was the first one I watched okay. in theater, but th- theaters. But the first yeah, movie I actually I watched, watched was actually Batman and Robin. <laughs> oh, my God. The one with the bat credit card and Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, God. Batman the one with... Forever? Oh. No, 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 no. Batman Forever is still decent. Batman and Robin. That one. <laughs> Where, where he's like, what killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. <laughs> that one. Batman with like a nipple chest plate. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, that that one. And as a kid, because I didn't notice these things, I'm like, this shit looks fucking badass. And even as an adult, to some degree, <laughs> to some degree, that bat suit actually is an engineering marvel, considering what it's capable of doing while still looking so pristine. <clears throat> now, granted. I mean... The design itself is a little bit, you know, controversial with having the nipples, but I, I I never understood this. Like, you know, in the first, in 1989 with Michael Keaton, he had the fake abs and everything. I'm like, at that point, you might as well put the nipples on. Yeah, I remember watching that whole um, interview with, no, it was with Joel, Joel Schumacher, wasn't it? What, when he, when he says like, oh, to anyone who remotely enjoyed um, Batman Forever, I don't know why he sounds like Michael Jackson, but you know, to anyone who remotely enjoys Batman Forever, if I if I offended you in a way or whatever, I'm really yeah, sorry yeah, and shit yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's Joel Schumacher, isn't it? Yeah, that's Joel, that's Joel, 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 Joel motherfucker. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> yeah, okay. Because the thing is, like, I remember watching that interview, and he's just like, oh, like, you know, I got those perfect pecs and the perfect abdominals, so, like, why not add the nipple? I'm just like, no. <laughs> the term he used was anatomically correct. Get the fuck out of here, man. It's meant to be body armor, not like a fucking, like, oh, God. No, but so I, I don't blame him, though, to some, to some degree, because it's like, if you're going to have the fake abs and shit, like... Might as well, in my opinion. I find it weirder, to be honest. I find it weirder that fans hated that suit because of the nipples. What? Because I'm like, <laughs> because I'm like, bruh, it's just nipples. Like, you already, it's big. Because if you look at the other suits, right? Or, excuse me, if you look at the 1989 suit, which everyone loves, it's basically a black man's chest just with the nipples cut off and blended in. And then if you look at the the newer one, the 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 Batman Forever and Batman and Robin suits, it's basically a, again, a black man, literally black, not African American, a black man's chest with the nipples cut off. So or with the nipples on this time and I'm like, "How how does that bother you more than the fact that you're looking at basically a naked black man?" I mean, you know what I'm saying cuz I'm like at that like why are people so is, off, okay, okay. upset about that? Cuz if you look at the the the, the sculpt um, of those suits, the cleanse, the cleanliness of the finish and everything, like that is objectively a better suit both in function and design. It's just or or technical design, you know, like it's a it's a better piece of 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 movie <laughs> like design, especially for me as a prop yeah. maker and you and as you know, we're both cosplayers to some degree. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. it's objectively a better suit, but people fucking hate it because of these tiny nipples, these these I small mean... little rubber circles on the chest (laughs) okay so in my opinion right like when it comes to that sort of stuff right is what do you think looks more naked on you right if i gave you a shirt all right that covers your nipples all right or if i gave you a shirt all right that literally had printouts of your nipples on it 
Well, I'm also a comedian, so I think I would take the second <laughs> option. Because <laughs> the thing is, I don't see any reason that, like, adding the nipples really serve, right? Like, if anything, like, it, you know, it adds to the campiness. That's kind of, like, the whole spirit of that movie anyways, right? Just being, like, extremely campy to, like, the nth degree. Um, and, like, if that was the goal, all right, then that's totally fine, right, with the nipples. Um, but to me, all right, it's, like... What looks more, let's say, outlandish, right? What looks more, like, ridiculous um, when it comes to clothing, right? Okay, One fine, you show... win. <laughs> <laughs> because in my opinion, right, like, think about it like this, right? Would you look more naked, right, if you were literally naked, or if I only gave you gloves and a belt? First things first, I don't think anyone wants to see me naked. <laughs> But the thing is, like, the concept of, like, nakedness, right, is amplified more with a contrast. And the contrast here is that you're, he has fucking nipples on body armor. Speaking of nipples on body armor, why didn't uh-huh. Batgirl have them? Uh, <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, see? What's funny is, in the comics, all right, like, that's pretty much there. Um, you know, with the, with the way the artist draws. But here... He actually built a solid piece of armor for his nipples. It serves no purpose. It doesn't really add anything in terms of like let's let's think like practicality, right? <laughs> it might distract the bad guys for like a little bit. <laughs> but <laughs> but outside of that, right? There is no reason for you to put nipples on that like hell, dude. Well, I mean, if you really want to think about it, if you want to take it that far, if you think about it, and pretty much all uh all all film renditions of Batman li- in live action from 1989 forward. Batman is basically wearing a condom on his head. Not only that, but he also has his underwear on the outside. N- n- well, not anymore. Well, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Early designs were, like, ridiculous, all right? They well, were meant to be ridiculous. And the thing is, the reason why I feel, all right, I have no actual, like, basis behind it on any of this, right? The reason why is because they know, like, cape shit is dumb. <laughs> you are wrong. I actually do know the reason why. Okay. So the reason why is actually because at that time, it was um, the, the 30s and 40s, right? And circus strongmen were still deemed, like, extraordinary motherfuckers, right? Those are basically oh. real-life super... <coughs> <coughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> Those are basically... <laughs> it sounds like someone just punched you in the throat. I don't know where that came from, uh, but you know, that's, 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 that's how Kawhi Leonard coughs. But 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 basically, um, those were seen. See, yeah, Jesus, those were seen as real life superheroes because of you know what they're they're capable of feats, and you know their circus attire for for strongmen is usually very similar to like a wrestler in the sense that they had tights, but they had like the cutout of the they had like a contrast in like I guess their their briefs. Or, or, or trunks or whatever you want to call them. So right. when Joel Schuster and the other guy, fuck, I feel bad now because I forgot their names. Joel Schuster. Schumacher. No, Schuster. I'm using the right names. I'm talking about oh, the creator okay. of Superman. Okay. okay and Jerry sorry. Siegel. And Jerry Siegel. So so when Joel Schuster and Jerry Siegel created Superman, they, they modeled the suit uh, off of a circus strongman. Oh, I see. I see. I see. And by extension, a little bit of like Lucha Libre. Uh, luchadores like the 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 wrestlers and sometimes they would come into the ring with a, with a cape so that's actually the original origin of uh, the superhero costume 
I see, I see. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, so that's, that's so that's why they had their undies on the outside for the longest time. Right, and only now recently are we getting like superhero costumes without that shit. Into well, I mean, they just brought it back for Superman. True. True. Uh, no, they didn't. In Man of Steel, well, actually, we're talking about the actual <laughs> comic books. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I hate yeah, it when people. And... T- I, hate it, I hate it when people do that. Where like, they, they they claim that they're like a superhero fan, right? Like, yeah, I or excuse me, they they, they claim to be a, a comic book fan I'm because the they see all the movies. Real fan, you're a fake fan. No, no, not that. Well, I'm because I'm about to do that low key. But to me, there are two types of fans in that category. There are the comic book fans, and then there are the superhero movie fans. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, and the thing that triggers me is when the superhero movie fan pretends to know the comic books by using this resource called Wikipedia. <laughs> and that's fine, you know? If 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 you t- if you say that yeah, you know, after I saw Iron Man, I was really interested in the character and I did some research and you know, turns out he's he's very very interesting. That's cool. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But the ones that trigger me are saying, yeah, man, I was with Iron Man since day one. And that's when I cut them off. And I say, no, you weren't, because no one was with Iron Man since day one, both <laughs> in continuity of the comic books and in continuity with our lives. <laughs> Realistically, I'm just saying, in 2008, no one gave a single fuck about Iron Man until the movie came out. Those true, are true. facts. Yeah. And then, like, oh, no, I was rocking with them since day one. That's my boy. Shut up. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, no, you weren't, because no one liked him. <laughs> no one, really. I mean, the thing is, like, I feel as though we live in a really weird period where, like, it's essentially, like, the renaissance of superheroes, and it all started off with, like, Iron Man 1. Because yeah. after Iron Man 1, right, like, you started to see, like, a tick in quality, like, behind, like, the Marvel movies. Uh, especially, like, Avengers. Um, but the thing is, like... I don't know if anyone realizes this or really sees this, right? But DC, right? Like, they're real, like, they're, like, you know, the DCU or whatever, right? DCEU? Um, like, their live-action property? Yeah, their live-action properties, my bad. Um, yeah. Are awful. Just some of the most controversial, like, movies, right? They've only, like, landed, like, maybe two out of, like, however so long. Um, uh, I, give it th- I give it three and a half. Okay, sure. And the reason why I um, say a half is because Man of Steel, some people love it, some people hate it. And same thing with BVS, some people love it, some people hate it. But um, uh, Shazam, Aquaman, and Wonder Woman are oh, yes, Shazam, held my in bad. High, high regard. Yeah. yeah, yeah, my bad, I forgot. Okay, yeah, so like three, right? Like they've landed three out of however so many, right? Um, and the I mean, thing realistically, is, like... they only had two absolute busts, two that are mediocre, and then three that are good. So they do <laughs> Was technically... one of them Suicide Squad? Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, vo- that, that that voice just completely died. Suicide I would Squad. To, I would love to talk about Suicide Squad more, by the way, because I I find that movie just fascinating. <laughs> That's the episode two for next week. Um, sure. Yeah, but yes, because um, I, I don't I, between the two, like Suicide Squad and Justice Leg. I refuse to call it Justice League, so I call it Just His Leg. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Between just his leg and Suicide Squad, I don't know which one I hate more. I I definitely hate Justice Leg more, um, because the oh, reason. By the way, I, I really hope that catches on. <laughs> yeah, I hope that catches on too. Um, 
Because the thing is, right, like, Justice League got edited, beaten the shit out of, rescripted, redone, retold, and it has a fucking CGI mustache, like, sorry, not mustache, yeah. um, that makes, like, what's his name again? Henry Cavill? Yeah. Yeah, that makes him look like a monster. <laughs> um, Yo, I'll be honest, though, like, I asked William, uh, mm-hmm. uh, William, like, like another William that, that you don't know. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she didn't really notice it. I feel like the There's only a... reason why we do is because we we knew about it. Exactly. Yeah. Like that was the only reason I really really noticed it. If you ask me, right? Um, outside of that, right? They skip through so many details in Justice League, right? They don't really. Oh God! One of my biggest issues with it is that they completely butcher a lot of the superheroes, right? Like Batman. Cyb- yeah, Batman. I was so I triggered s- when he goes like, when, is, is it when he goes like. Clark, come help with us, right? And then, and then he gets like thrown to the ground, and he goes like, "Oh, something is definitely bleeding." Oh, Alfred. God. I don't. Well, I don't know if he said Alfred, but like at that moment, I'm just like, "Why are you giving the one-liners to him?" Yeah. And then Flash looked like Filthy Frank. Not just that, but Flash was terrible in this movie. Just absolutely terrible. Because here's the one thing, right, that Flash knows how to do, right? In the comics, right, it doesn't fucking matter, right? If you want to retell this story, right, you have to nail this. Flash knows how to rescue people. That's his thing, right? He has super speed. The first, his whole storyline is that he wants to rescue his mom, right? Um, yes. He wants to rescue people. Why am I getting a scene, right, where Bruce is exposed? Nora! Why did you say that name? <laughs> No plan. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. No, when? Why am I getting a scene where Batman, Bruce, right, is explaining to the Flash, just go into the room, grab the people, and get out? I'm like, shut the fuck up, like. <laughs> okay, I was about to say, I was gonna let that scene slide if what Flash was asking was like, how do we defeat the motherfuckers? So then I could do this. But clearly, the line after that negates that, like. The defense, the defense, because he, he he says, and then what? Oh, because if he said, because 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 when he said, oh okay, I knew about that, but how do we take <laughs> down the monsters? That would have kind of like not re- not fully redeemed, but partially redeemed that line. But he says, and then what? And then Batman was just like, you'll fucking figure it out. I wish he just says, another one, oh, another one, another the thing one. Is, like. The only Justice League movie, right, that really exists in my mind, all right, is Justice League. I think it's like, is it called War? Is it is the animated one where like you actually meet all the Justice League members and uh, they have to fight Darkseid? Yeah, Justice League War. Justice League War. Just, yeah. No, Justice League War. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, Justice League War because it's the good one, not the bootleg Chinese. Um, uh, there's still a f- there's still a few more animated Justice League movies out yeah, there that are no, pretty no, good. No, no, absolutely, absolutely. I actually like, don't think Justice League War was that great have you seen justice league doom uh no not yet i Mm, do want to see it though because it actually looks really good um justice league war all right i would also agree is not the best right there's so many flaws right like what was up with batman's voice (laughs) the pacing is also weird um but oh the green lantern because they thought that ryan reynolds was going to take off as green lantern ah ooh, that's awkward I forgot about the Green Lantern movie. Oh, We're not going to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to talk about that either because it depresses me. Anyways, um, 
But yeah, like, that one was good. And in my opinion, right, if they, like, just copied that, all right, and, like, you know, changed one or two, three details, right, not even bring in Shazam or anything like that, I think it would have been fine. I think it would have actually been, like, pretty serviceable, right? Um, but no, they have to go back off of BVS, right, which was already a controversial piece. Yeah. Um, and what was worse was that they had to make Bruce's character completely backtrack his whole philosophy from BVS, <laughs> Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. Which to me is just like, okay, no, make up your mind. You have to choose one. You can't do both. And you can't just think like, oh, you know, people love Sipin C and Superman, or we have to bring him back, right? And and Bruce should love him now. No, it makes no sense. But that's Justice League. And to me, it's like, there's just so many technical difficulties, right, that I've never seen happen in a movie ever before, right? Where well, clearly you haven't seen a lot of movies from the 70s that came out of China because they had some... Oh, God. Oh, I God. I think I'm blessed in that sense that I never saw that shit from China. But <laughs> Bro, when Bruce Lee finally passed, do you know how many fucking like bootleg Bruce Lee movies they made? Jesus. Yeah, I can imagine. Some of them I were mean... so ghetto that they straight up just took... Like, see, like they just recut scenes and shots from his actual movies and just dubbed it differently and oh then created it their own story. That's how shit and moralist some of these films were. Fair. Fair. But for this one, right, like, it's a big budget film. They have a fuck ton of money from WB and DC, right? Like, they're making cash, right? Well, and... The fucking it, technical difficulties are almost inexcusable, in my opinion. But yeah, what? They, they actually fucked up early. The first time that they fucked up was in BVS. And this and, and let me explain what I mean by this. Like, regardless of whatever the filmmaker decisions were, that's its own thing. I'm talking about behind the scenes. Okay. If you notice in the credits, they never credit who actually made the Batman suit. Because let's be honest, that Batman suit was fucking badass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That suit yeah. was made by uh, Ironhead Studios and designed by a gentleman by uh, named Jose Fernandez. Okay. The only reason why I know this is because he had to go out of his way to 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 state that. Cause what? Because they were not credited. Ironhead why Studios and Jose fuck? Fernandez were not credited in the film. And that's why? actually the reason why in just his leg he gets a new suit. Like at the very beginning, it's a different suit. That's the reason why. Because Ironhead didn't want to supply, like, the same suit? Yeah, because, like, they weren't credited, so they were like, what the fuck, you need to fix this. And then they didn't. Yeah. Oh, wow. Do you know what else Ironhead Studios did? They did some of the Marvel stuff, too. Like, I think they, they created um, the, the Black Panther helmet, Thor, oh, uh, shit. shit like that. Yeah. Like, the original one, awesome. not the new one. The, the original one from Civil War, which was tight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, but but they were never credited, and that's why they were. They were Jose Fernandez was like triggered and shit. They were like, "No, fuck you guys! If you're not gonna credit us, we're not gonna fucking do this for you." Makes so, sense to me. Fuck you guys, and that's yeah. a shame. That's why Ben Affleck was given a different suit, and I feel like objectively it was worse because it looked a little bit busier, but more importantly, it could not allow him to move as much. If you notice, he couldn't turn his head again. Well, he could, yeah. but not so much. <laughs> yeah 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 in in bvs there's that one shot or a few shots but the one that i remember the most is when he's in, it's, it's in the nightmare sequence or dream sequence where he has his hands tied up on his head and this is in the trailer so i'm not i'm not spoiling nothing and then he actually turns from his left side to his right side yeah he can't yeah, do yeah. that in, he can't do that in, in justice league because the, the cowl doesn't let him do that 
I mean, yeah, no, I can see that. Um, so even from the, the very is, beginning, they had shit like that that they fucked up on. And the problem as well right, is that the CGI is god-awful. The villain makes no sense. Like Steppenwolf? Do you know who Steppenwolf actually is in the comics? Yes. Yeah, he's like a far-removed, I... like, he's like the same level of, like, a far-removed second cousin to <laughs> Darkseid. No one gives a fuck about this guy, like. It should have been Calabac. It should have been, yeah. Like, Calabac, alright? Or even just say, fuck it, throw Darkseid in. No, I don't want him to be ruined that early. So, Calabac. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'd say Calabac. Okay, fair, fair, fair. And or Vandal like, Savage, or just, like... <sighs> anyone else! Literally I'm getting triggered already. Else. Brainiac Nobody. is another good choice. Brainiac would have been sick. I think that like a Brainiac that would have, movie would be cool. And that would have given a reason to to actually like bring back Superman. Exactly right. Oh my god! Because like oh I don't know. You go into like his old like Krypton archives or whatever, right? and then you find out like oh he dealt like his people dealt with Brainiac, right? Like there should be exactly. something there. And yeah. then you're like oh let's revive him, you know, for that. And it's like. Yeah. And then, the, oh. and then, the, and then that could set up a Superman sequel where he refines the missing city of of Kandor. There you go. You see like, what I it's... mean? Because because that's also why Superman had to dro- or uh, Henry Cavill dropped out of like the DC films because like he didn't get to do much. He did Superman one or Man of Steel. Yeah, where he, did he did annihilated an entire city. Okay, I'll be honest. Like if you remove the fact that he did that, that's movie's pretty <laughs> like solid. Because I feel like the biggest problem I'm... about Superman for Man of Steel was that I felt like I was watching two different movies, at, towards the end at least. Because the first so half I. was like really slow, subtle um, world building. And whether or not you like the linear or non-linear storytelling, that's up to you. That's actually very subjective. But, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. tonally it was really nice. Almost it's like testosterone overload. Ah! Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... You know. I'm sorry, but like it's it's just too much for me, right? To be like, if you just remove the big like you know city destruction scene, I'm just like, no, dude, like you you can't, you physically can't remove that from this movie. Because because the next snapping thing was also a big controversy, but I controversy, wow, controversy. But I I was okay with that because he's he's really new to this shit. He doesn't know what to do. Do you do you feel like the one issue as well with like the DC movies is that they're getting their characters very very wrong? They're starting to get them right again, but yeah. Yeah, like they're slowly getting them right again, right? Because the thing is, like, well, Batman's number one rule, right? What is what is Batman's number one rule? No alcohol. No joking. Do not kill. <laughs> do not kill, right? Why would you show me a scene, right? Yo, of I, him? I can't. I can't annihilating like a bunch of like desert troopers or whatever right and breaking their fucking necks <laughs> okay no I, I can let that slide because it's a dream sequence i thought oh, you were gonna talk God. about when he when he fucking like i don't know if you remember oh, this let, but the the like, batmobile the, the batmobile went up and then he purposely dragged the wheel into the dude's face shot up like through <laughs> other cars that was you know maybe you can say i didn't do that it was the batmobile no, I shut don't the kill. fuck up. You the annihilated a whole block. <laughs> yeah, that shit was wild. But I'm not gonna lie. The reason why I can let that slide is because that was fucking badass. <laughs> oh my god. For the movie. Not for the character. For the movie, I can let that slide. For Batman, that's like, bruh. Like, he, they're just getting the characters so wrong, right? Well, they would you have... say that, like, aside from the killing, though, they did Batman justice in the first 
BVS. I guess for the most part. I the one the, thing though is I wish that part. he he discovered who Superman was earlier. Same. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah. Here's my thing though. Um Oh my god, Lex Luthor. Yeah, I was gonna talk about him actually, yeah, which is like you could not have chosen a worse Lex Luthor. <laughs> because Lex Luthor is not a twitchy idiot. <laughs> you know what? He would have been a good joker though. He would have been like a pretty good joker, right? One that was meant to die, but still. Um because the thing is, like, he's not twitchy, he's not erratic, he doesn't just, like, sparkle over the place or, like, go crazy or anything like that, right? Like, he is cold, he is calculating, and he is smart. And egotistical, don't forget about that. And immensely egotistical, prideful, selfish, all the good stuff, right? To me, I always think Lex Luthor is, um, is someone who has the drive of Magneto and the intelligence of... Uh, Charles Xavier. Well, actually, I was I was I was gonna say that, but then I realized it would actually make more sense if I said Reed Richards. Yeah, I was gonna say Reed Richards too, with yeah, no powers, yeah. of course. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, right? unless like, if you count that one time. Well, yeah. I mean, nah, whatever. So to I me, feel like they just... should have casted someone, someone like actually James McAvoy. That would have been great casting. Yeah, yeah, actually, I agree with that. Because the thing is, like. What we got was not only not bald, not interesting, right? But, but he was bald at the end. Day. Uh, I don't know what that was. Like. Fuck! Like yeah, at that point it was way too late to 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 redeem the character. Like there's so much time in the entire movie, right? That is just like slow peddling bullshit. Um, that I feel like you could have just done away with all of it, right? Because the one thing that bvs tried their best to do right like i this is the message that i feel bvs was trying to go with right which is it is meant to be a dramatization of man versus god the question being is right is superman god the camera like how the camera keeps pointing at him and like all the camera angles seems to say yes he is jesus christ right i mean have you seen man of steel well jesus literally (laughs) Yeah, and they're, like, beating you over the head, right, of, like, look at him, he's so angelic, he's a fucking Jesus Christ, he's saving everyone, look at him, right? <laughs> and look at the dude. <laughs> exactly, he does look all the... this cool, sick shit, right? And then people are still like, Batman is clearly dangerous and, like, evil, like, we have to be careful of him, right? Which is what Bruce's thing is, Right. He is supposed to be a representation of man, right? And man's like power against God, right? Yeah. <sighs> but I can't really agree with a lot of the statements because it doesn't shape up when you get to the ending and you throw in Doomsday. Like it. No, I was about to say that movie has a lot of good things, but yeah. it's wrapped in a bad movie. That's the yes. problem. Yes. Because if you cut out individual elements of the film not just story elements just individual elements like wonder woman was great batman was great the superman suit got an upgrade you know those are those are good things you know um you got you got to see a glimpse of aquaman okay i'll be honest speaking of that was it just me or did it look like he was really uncomfortable underwater because <laughs> <laughs> i just remembered that um, he looked a, a little, little bit he, he looked like he was like the fuck am i doing down here bruh <laughs> I just got up to set a Game of Thrones. What you got me doing down here? 
shit. A little bit, a little bit. I it didn't really bother me that much, but yeah. The Batmobile was badass. It wasn't the Tumblr. I was so sick of the yeah. Tumblr. You yeah. know, shit like that. I there was... are good things about that movie, but it's wrapped in at best a mediocre film. That's the problem. Yes. The fucking act though, yo, that the warehouse scene. The the where it rescues Martha, you know? That was oh. tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, in a mediocre movie. That's exactly, the problem. Yeah. To me, it's like they got the entire story wrong. They're trying to insert their own agenda into this thing, right? Which in a fucking USB drive. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a hard drive, just a USB. Uh, it's so Not dumb. a solid state, just a USB. That's all. That's all it takes like, to store all these files. There's so many minor little elements, like what you were mentioning, right? That are just so dumb and unnecessary right like when they brought in lex luther and his jar of like what was it called again like lemonade or whatever uh granny's peach tea yeah granny's peach tea which is just as piss i'm just like okay no that lex luther would never do sick twisted shit like that that's a joker move maybe yeah that's the (sighs) you see you see like there are smacks of joker in all this why didn't he why didn't they just get the joker to do this shit exactly fuck oh my god it's and then someone's so probably bad. gonna say oh but the dceu already has a joker but i'm like there's two there's like there's now gonna be three <laughs> jokers well we don't know about that one yet joaquin phoenix yeah we don't know about that one yet but i guess fair yeah the I joker mean, like, is suicide squad too yeah oh my god oh. why doesn't he have fucking eyebrows man i'm so triggered by that he should I have wanted, eyebrows i want to get into i want to get into a suicide squad so bad <laughs> okay well i'll give you i'll give you a choice would you like to save that for for next episode or would you like to talk about endgame or would you like to do that now and then save endgame for the for, for, for the next episode uh let's let's do uh uh suicide squad now and then end game for the next episode man you really want to talk shit about this right? you have no idea like this movie is so busted okay <laughs> and L- let me so let me shit. let me tell you this though fun factor wise i think i might actually enjoy suicide squad a little bit more oh, than I the Justice League. no I'm, I'm being honest because because let's be honest the best part of the whole film was viola davis Viola Davis as um, uh, Amanda Waller, perfect casting. Absolutely perfect casting. Um, you see what I mean? Like, like there is like one saving grace from that film. But Will Smith as Deadshot, not bad casting, but bad writing. No, actually, no. Yes. The big, the the biggest visual problem I see is he doesn't have a mask on half the time. Uh, oh God! And not only that, but his mask design actually looks terrible. <laughs> That's objective. I think I say it's okay. I think it's too large. I think have it's you way noticed, too large on his face. Have you noticed though the eyepiece is on the wrong side? It is on the wrong side, and not only that, but I can see his other eye like as if it was like flesh, like you know, like just like night and day, which is wrong to me. Oh, I say man. that's okay, just because of translating that to real life unless you really wanted them to put in like a polarized lens i just wanted something a little more striking because the way his helmet looked to me right it looked like someone like wrapped a softball around his head true i agree with that i think what they should have given given him was just a reg a more streamlined balaclava and just a pair of goggles with one of them having like a specific eyepiece exactly like that would have been totally fine um okay so 
I'm going to start from the top with this one. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. I, I have a whole thesis going for this movie. This fool came prepared. I just, I, listen, like, like, I just asked him, hey, Shane, would you like to hop on, like, the verse attempt at a podcast? It was like, bruh, I have a fucking stack of papers ready for this shit. <laughs> this fool, I'm this fool so ready. graduated in English, right? This fool fucking wrote an essay for this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing, right? Um, the entire movie itself, right, is based on the idea of, like, villains basically being forced to do, um, you know, things for the government that the government doesn't want anyone else to know about, right? Cool. Nice. Great premise. Awesome, right? The story sucks dick. (laughs) The way I saw this story playing out was this, right? The government, right, being the stupid dummies they are in the DC world, right, decided to hire the Joker, right, to do a deal for them, right? Um, are, are you saying this is your rewrite? Yeah, this would be my rewrite. Like, if I was to play, like, armchair, like, CEO or something like that, right? Okay. The the government hires, like, the Joker, right, to do this thing, right? Um, he finds out way too much, right, and gains power to, like, a mystic power weapon or whatever the fuck, right? Done. Okay. Nice, right? Now, all right, now that's when they throw in the Suicide Squad, right? Because, A, the government doesn't want to admit to the world that they fucked up and hired a criminal. Oh, wait. Right? So, so what you're saying is what everyone's been saying. You're saying Joker should have been the villain. Yes. Facts. <laughs> Which is, like, not even really an argument. It's, there's, there's, there's nothing, like, like, who the fuck would ever disagree with that? Um, and after that, all right, like, then, the, then they get thrown in. Because uh, the government doesn't want to admit to the world, right? That like, oh, we fucked up and hired a villain, right? And then yeah. the Suicide Squad goes about dealing with <gasps> it, right? However you want to deal with that is like completely up to you at that point because you've already set the premise, right? That they are after the Joker. And the Joker has power over Harley. And Harley is supposed to be one of the most powerful members in the Suicide Squad, right? Well, yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going off of like... Story wise, right? Like, if we were talking about like real capabilities, no, she's got nothing on like Diablo, right? Um, Man, that's so wasted, by the way. Ah, my God! Like, I got hyped for like two seconds when he was like, "Bring it, puta!" <laughs> Come and get it, fool. Yeah, exactly, right. And then he immediately... locos say you want to do it, let's do it. Exactly, and then he immediately fizzled out, and I was just like, oh. my god i wish i wish he just fizzled out and that was it but no he he died right yeah yeah he died in like essentially like a suicide attack which you uh, know, suicide oh, squad you got it it's like oh i see what you did there you nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> much. and the one thing right that annoyed me the most in that entire movie all right was just the pacing because holy shit the very beginning shots, right? You see all the characters, right? Like, they give you the introductions, oh my, right? Yeah, and I everyone forgot has about their, that. Yeah, everyone has their title cards and everything like that, right? Yeah, they're all uh, like tech spec and shit. Yeah, exactly, right? You never see anything similar to that throughout, like, in the, in the rest of the movie. It doesn't even matter at that point, right? Um, <laughs> after that, all right, like... There's one scene in my eyes, right, that I was just like, holy shit, that is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Which is, they fly in on a helicopter, right? Which time? There's like fucking 18,000 helicopters. The first time. The first time when they enter into the city, right? They fly into that, right? That 
helicopter gets shot down, right? It is ne- never, ever, ever clear who the who fuck it? shot down the helicopter. You have to assume shit. You have to assume shit, right? Because the thing is, right? What we Did find you just out assume is... who shot down the helicopter, Brave? Stay woke. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> because it is only shown that what exists in the city, right, are like these ugly, like, Power Ranger putties. CGI'd, yeah, like the putty patrol, right? Yeah. It's morphin' I... time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is... Tyrannosaurus! I don't know why they all sound like they're fucking like, like, like these high radical and shit. dudes from, yeah, like, from fucking like they're all like surfer dudes and shit. Mastodon, exactly. <laughs> Tooth tiger. Oh my god! But yeah, and it's like you have to assume, all right, that like one of these putty patrol like dummies, all right, still knew how to use a gun, got onto an anti-air rifle and then shot at the helicopter. <laughs> Which to me is like more hilarious than anything else. Because <laughs> you know how like the thing that you see with the Putty Patrol is that they have like nineteen different eyes. <laughs> oh, those were eyes. I just I, don't, I, 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 I assumed tell. that they were like. Did I you just assume that mystical t- creature's body parts? <laughs> no, but like legit though. Like I, to me, I, I I thought that was just like a squid like texture. <laughs> I don't know then. Yeah, like I don't think it's never cleared what there's there's a lot of shit that isn't clear about that film. Like both literally in terms of the visuals as well as just fucking context and shit and subtext. Who was the who was the guy that fell in love with Cindy Moon again? <laughs> Rick Flag. Dude, like that guy is the, the worst part of that movie. in the world. Dude, because yeah. cause, cause Rick Flag is supposed to be Captain America if he had an attitude. Exactly. Also, he's supposed to be Captain America. Yeah, supposed he's supposed to be sort of like personality-wise, Captain America, like Mm -hmm. morals. Yeah. But the dickhead of like the drill sergeant in Full Metal Jacket. Exactly. Yeah. But instead, he was just the most significant thing that he ever did in that whole film. You would assume I was about to say when he like deactivated the weapons, but really is when he bit into that giant drumstick. Bro, I wanted to get some KFC right then and there, and I don't even like KFC like that. <laughs> me, me too. Like that scene actually made me hungry more than anything else. Look, I just, I just imagine him saying, oh, "It's finger looking good." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, right? But um, Suicide Squad is the first, and as far as I can tell, the only movie I've ever watched twice. And the second time they edited it. Oh right, that reminds me. I um, I uh, l- hold on. Let me just respond to this text. I'm sorry. I'm so professional. Mm-hmm. Guess guess who it is. Uh, Cindy. Okay, no, it's not Cindy. It's actually Ruby. Oh, sure. Yeah. Okay, what's up? Uh, she just sent me something that I have to ignore. So, because okay. <laughs> you know I'm in the middle of something. Sorry, sorry, Ruby, I love you, but no, fuck you. I'm I, this shit is more important right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She's not gonna appreciate that one. I'm gonna have to cut that shit out. Yep, get to editing. Now, now I'm too lazy. Um, so fuck, what was we talking about? It's the um the fact that Suicide Squad still is the first and the only movie I've ever seen 
twice, twice. right? And the second time they did an edit. <laughs> Question. What? Why the fuck saw... did you watch it twice? So... <laughs> I have my reasons. What the fuck's your reason? So my reason was the first time I actually watched it on opening week because I was kind of excited, right? Okay. Um, yeah. The first time I watched it was with uh, my sister, all right? Um, and it sucked, right? <laughs> Uh, the second time, right, was because a bunch of my work friends wanted to do it, and they wanted to make, like, a big hangout out of it, and I'm, like, I'm, like, you know, willing to hang out with people for this kind of stuff, so I was, like, yeah, sure, and I'm so glad I did the second time, because that's when I saw the edit, and in all honesty, I actually watched it three times. Oh, my, why? (laughs) What the? Here's the edit, right, that I don't know if anyone else picked up on, right? Opening week... Um, you know, the first movie that ever, like, you know, aired for it, right? What happened, right, in one scene, right, was, do you remember when Ric Flair, all right, like, was planting the bomb with, um... <laughs> did you just wh- say Ric Flair? <laughs> Wait, whoops. Did I? Did I? <laughs> I think the I fucking did. nature boy? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. When army man... <laughs> Ric Flag. <laughs> My God. Ric Flair. <laughs> that dude's getting old too, man. That is hilarious. Anyways. Yo, if Ric Flair uh, was in the movie, that would make it instantly better. I'm just saying. I, I totally agree. Anyways. When Rick Flag, right, uh, gave Enchantress the bomb, right? And he was like, go plant it or whatever the fuck, right? And then that's when she, like, you know, um, ghosted out and did her whole, like, I guess... F- what is it like she yeah she went against amanda waller right yeah um you remember that bomb right just being there right and how like he essentially had to get out i think in the opening week that scene played twice that exact scene played twice the second time was as a flashback right but the problem with the flashback was that it was literally just what you saw yeah it was literally the same thing, right, that you saw. It didn't matter what it was, all right? Like, that was the scene, right, of him getting betrayed by Enchantress, right? When I saw the second, like, when I saw it the second time, that scene was removed. <laughs> like, the whole scene, or are you seeing the flashback? The flashback. The flashback specifically. That was removed, and all you saw was, like, Rick going, like, ah, oh, jeez, <laughs> Right? Okay. And to me, it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? You guys couldn't even release a cohesive, like, fucking product? You had to make the edits on the fly? <laughs> oh my god, it was the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life when it came to a movie. <laughs> With the DCEU, there's, there's some stuff that pisses me off about BVS, which is... Sure. They, t- they took all these great potential individual movies and they shoved them into one... And the problem is, I like the cast so much, I want to see them do it justice, but I can't, mm-hmm. because it's already done. Death of Superman? Done. Revival of Superman? Done. Doomsday? Mm-hmm. Done. I can't, I can't, you know, Batman versus Superman, like the actual Batman fighting Superman, already done. I can't see it in justice yeah. now, and now both those motherfuckers left. Yeah. yeah. I bet you, from the very beginning... Ben Affleck, when there was rumors about Ben Affleck wanting to leave, he actually wanted to leave, but he just needed a reason to leave first. When Henry mm-hmm. Cavill said, you know, I just figured, you know, it's, it's not right for me. I feel like I've done what I needed to do with the character. Um, and I wish whoever carries on with the world, you know, success and shit like that. When he left, Ben Affleck was like, aha, here's my doorway. 
<laughs> I can escape this shit. <laughs> I don't know why he sounds Freedom. like that. <laughs> and then he goes like, yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to the movie by George Miller that I'm not a part of because I'm out now. Peace, peace out, motherfuckers. Yep. And then, you know, when that happened, you know, people were panicking. They're like, oh, my God, the Batman is gone. The Superman is gone. What are they going to do? And then DC, there was like a leaked statement or some shit where DC, where they were like, yeah, DC is going to be, you know, pulling out like a, you know, they're going to have Supergirl replace Superman and, you know, and, and it'll be fine. And then I'm like, no, uh, why? Because the problem with that is Supergirl, n- not talking about the, the TV show, because that's that's a different kind of character. Kara Zor-El from the comic books is very much like well a teenager an angsty teenager who is given the the tools to basically do anything that you would like with them Mm -hmm, but she needs mm -hmm. to be trained to be more resourceful respectable and more of a superhero yeah the way that dc pitched their supergirl both i guess in terms of the show and as well as uh for the dceu was we're gonna bring in supergirl and she's basically gonna be a female superman and i'm just like you mean wonder woman right because you know we have our female superman so to speak and wonder woman so what i said with william uh william and i had like a long conversation while we're having pizza one day and i was like you know what they should do superman is meant to be a hopeful character that's really bright and cheery right i don't really care if his replacement is a man or a woman but since we're gonna have a shazam movie might as well have Shazam fill in the role of the hopeful powerhouse and have either Batman, well, I guess you can't have Batman anymore, but have Wonder Woman lead the team. Makes sense. Yeah. Easy fix. You don't even need to cast anyone new. Yeah. If you wanted to have someone in that role as the powerhouse who's still very strong-minded and mature, why don't you introduce someone like a Martian Manhunter? Huh. You see what I mean? Like, there's so... And then have that version of Supergirl if you really want something more iconic with the Superman shield. Like, remember pre-Crisis, Supergirl was actually a white Martian? Yeah, yeah. Like, shit like that. But DC was like, oh, no, we're going to have just Supergirl because, you know, Superman and Supergirl, you know, it's the same thing. I don't know why everyone's British for some reason, but but I was like, no, don't do not do that. No, don't do In that. In your head, evil CEOs are like all these British men, like twiddling their mustaches. And they all sound like Tim Curry when they laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but I think yeah. that's all the time that we have for uh, today. Mm-hmm. Uh... Hopefully, we will do this again soon, and we're going to talk more about uh, other cinematic superhero or other properties such as, such as Transformers, and hopefully we actually talk about Endgame next time. But yeah. that will be it for today's episode of the Ghetto Fabulous podcast we might change it to something else but that is the way it is i don't fun fact i just thought of ghetto fabulous on the spot i actually don't know what the fuck to call this i was about to call this the crack podcast as in chubby ratchet asian kid but you know whatever okay well (laughs) all right but yeah that'll be it for us for today and uh, we'll see you next time y'all take care